Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast episode number 975, where I simply read the Word of God, the Holy Bible. Thus saith the Lord, and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source, of course, with the power and the energy of the Holy Ghost, such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8 where it says, Ezra and the Levites, read in the book and the law of God distinctly, and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast, my dear friends, is that through the simple reading of the Word of God, and the giving of the sense of it, the church, it is my humble prayer, and has been my humble prayer, but I must be honest. I think it's too late. Would be revived, and that the world would be awakened. And I would not say that if the Lord did not give me leeway. But at the same time, I'm human and all things are possible with God. Today, my beloved, we are reading Malachi chapter 3, the last book in the Old Testament, verses 2 through 4. But who may abide the day of his coming, and who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like fuller's soap. And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi, and purge them as gold and silver that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord as in the days of old. 
and as in former years. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 3, verses 2 through 4. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost of God and the help of scholars with the Bible knowledge commentary. With all thy getting, get understanding. Holy Father God, grant us the energy, the strength, the unction, and the anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to understand it, and to comprehend it, to love it, to cherish it, to obey it, and to apply it to our lives, and to have a heart and mind to care for others and give them the words of life through preaching the whole counsel of God and through preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that they can be saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. The day of the Lord will be a day of judgment on the whole world. A day of disaster and death. Later Malachi spoke of this day as coming like fire to burn up the wicked. So the answer to both questions who can endure the day of his coming and who can stand when he appears is that none of the wicked will endure. The Lord's coming will purify Israel by purging out the wicked. Often the prophet spoke of the day of the Lord in connection with the judgment that would be poured on the nations and would affect Israel's deliverance. Malachi, however, made no mention of the other nations. He concentrated on this day as a time of judgment on Israel, especially on the preachers, the priests. And that's where we need judgment today, on the preachers, the pastors, the priests who have failed God and have failed the church and have failed this nation and has failed this world. It's a tragedy of epic proportions. Nobody wants to accept it. Well, you have to accept it because over 50% of them have quit the ministry. So evidently it was not a calling. It was an occupation. It was a profession to them where they can get rich quick. And then when the people left because the church, because God shut the church down and the money was not coming in, like hirelings, they ran, as I predicted they would. Before this happened, before the plague, I said if we could lose and get rid of 50, over 50% 50 of the pastors in the church, in churches, we might be able to get revival. And I believe the churches and the pastors that are left are doing great and doing fine. 
May God have mercy upon the hirelings who left us. And I have always said since they started leaving, you picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. Especially on the Levites, the priests, the pastors, the preachers who are riding high one time now, you can't find them. Where are, by the way, where, where are all the charismatic, prosperity gospel preachers at? They can, they can really do some healing now. They can really do some raising of the dead now. Don't get mad at me for mocking these preachers. The great Elijah mocked these preachers. He mocked them. Where's your God at? Your little G God. He might be sitting on the toilet. As one, one version says it. Uh, don't get mad at me from you ought to feel sorry for the I don't feel sorry for these priests, these pastors who are riding high and living high on the hog off the people, off the sheep. And now you, you, can't, you can't even get in your uh, office and preach to your people, preach the word, preach the gospel. You didn't care for them in the beginning. You only cared for yourself and for your paycheck and for your Bentley and your Cadillac and your Mercedes your Jaguar, whatever you have, uh, and your big fine house on Porkchop Hill. You pastors who used to get together and talk about what the people do for you, and you have not done anything for them. The true pastors are still standing. They can't quit. Woe is me if I preach not the gospel. It's not in them to quit because God called them. Yours was not a calling. You are, you, you know, you're like Andy Stanley, a volunteer. Um, Papa called, a mama called. Somebody called you because you had a certain kind of shape of head. Or, uh, somebody lied to you and told you you were a communicator, a good communicator. We need prophets. We need preachers. We don't need com cute little communicators with a little cute diagrams. We don't need that. So this judgment was on the Levites, her leaders, her priests, her teachers. That's what we have going on today. And many have died. Many have quit. And the other half have died. Uh, not, not total, 100%, but and the, next, the other 20, 30%, they have died. You know why? For, taking, for giving communion unworthily. Taking communion unworthily. While they were in a swinging group, while they were committing adultery with Bo Peep and Sylvia, while they were involved in homosexuality, even though they preached against it, they were they, they allowed their daughters to have abortions to keep their paycheck coming in, but they march against it. On and on. The figures of a refiner's fire that burn out the dross from metal ores and launderer's soap emphasize the effectiveness of God's spiritual purging of the nation. The result would be a pure class of Levites, refined like gold and silver, 
they will bring offerings in righteousness as in days gone by. This will contrast with Israel's unacceptable offerings of which Malachi wrote. Following the return of the Lord and the judgment of Israel, offerings will be sacrificed in the kingdom. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your word, which is always apropos and on point and on time. I don't know how you do it, but uh, it's been that way to me for over 42 years. No matter where I read it, I get something. You speak to my heart. I don't know how you do it, but I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for doing it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Help us now to apply it to our lives and to obey it. To share it with others in a discipleship way. To preach it, to teach it, and to proclaim your holy gospel so that others may come to know your Savior before it is eternally too late. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life, and pray without ceasing to God about everything, and for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, Except the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies. Death to so many things before you die. Death to marriages. Death to relationships. Uh death to material things you will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin but ultimately you will die physically your body will be put in a cold dark grave and that ought to be frightening because it is frightening but more frightening is that your soul if it dies without Christ will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place even though there's fire. 
You say, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell. Well, Jesus Christ, the loving and lowly one, preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21, 8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death, because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again. And you're ready to trust him as your Savior. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments. And so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how. In the Lord Jesus Christ. That he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins. 
was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and... Uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back. And I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us. And we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time. <laughs>